What's up, Lifehouse fam? I hope y'all doing good. You know I love y'all. You know I'm excited about talking with y'all today about the word because God's word is just so good. I don't know how else to describe it. It's good. It changes things. It transforms me. It transforms you. Um, so let's dig into it. 30-day uh, Bible reading challenge, y'all. This is day 12. Day 12. Y'all are doing great. Pat yourself on the back and keep it up. Uh, so we're going to dig into Matthew chapter 6 today. And this is Jesus uh, giving a sermon. He's preaching his heart out. And there's a lot of different topics that he covers. Uh, and they're connected in some ways, uh, but it's a lot to cover. So what we're going to do is just look at kind of one major theme that he talks about in this chapter. And then we'll dig into it. So I want to read a couple verses of his sermon. It's so cool to think about uh, Jesus preaching and teaching. But I want to look at a couple verses and think about what words and phrases you hear that repeat because that's really important when we're reading and studying scripture to pay attention to what is repeating uh, so let's look at it so we're looking at matthew chapter 6 and we'll just start at verse 1 uh, so jesus says beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them for then you will have no reward from your father who is in heaven thus when you give to the needy Sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, shut the door, pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Uh, and let's maybe skip down to like verse 16. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. For they disfigure their faces, that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Um, so let's look at some of those words and phrases that were repeated, right? We saw hypocrites over and over and over. Don't be like them hypocrites. Um, so we probably need to touch on that a little bit and what Jesus was saying there. Um, this idea of things being done in secret uh, or even how the Father sees you. He sees what you're doing. Uh, and the word reward, we see that a lot as well. Um, that you're, well, the hypocrites are rewarded in one way and then those that are actually like seeking God are rewarded in a different way. Um, so those are some of the phrases that we see repeated. So maybe let's dig into it. And what I see really uh, is this main theme that Jesus is making a distinction between religion and relationship. Okay, a distinction between religion and relationship. And when I say religion, I mean rule-binding devotion to God, uh, where you have these kind of religious people that are, well, we'll kind of dig into it, but that are really showing their devotion to God in these religious ways that he's really not pleased with at all <laughs> versus relationship. So three distinctions that I see. One 
is with religion, there's this public show versus relationship with God, there's an intimate exchange, right? So he talks about uh, the hypocrites that were out there, you know, praying on the corner and just like blabbing and all these empty phrases so that everybody could hear them and think their prayers were so amazing or the way they gave, uh, they would make sure to like blow the trumpet so that everybody could kind of see, hey, I'm here giving to the needy. Y'all see me? You see me? Okay, cool, cool, because I'm great, right? It's this public show, um, but he says, shoot, when you pray, go home, close that door and just meet with me, meet with your father. You know, you see this, or when you give, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, which is really deep when you think about it. Like, give in such a way where you almost don't even know what you're doing. You just know that you're giving. Um, but really, it, it speaks to intimacy, that this is not, religion is a public show, but relationship with God is an intimate exchange between you and God. Um, and when he talks about it kind of being done in private or in secret, that's not to say, like, you can never pray in public <laughs> or like people can't see what you do. Um, but think about it. Like, why did he spend time saying, you know, in secret? And really what we see uh, is that most growth happens in hidden places. So when you think about it, think about, uh, let's talk about like seeds, for instance. So a seed is hidden underneath the earth. It's in the ground. But most of the growth that happens is happening underneath the ground when it's a seed and when it's hidden from the rest of nature and from everybody else because it's getting fed all the nutrients it needs to then sprout and become that tree. Same thing with the caterpillar, right? Um, when a caterpillar is in its chrysalis, um, it's, it's hidden and yet it's being transformed. It's going through metamorphosis uh, to then become that butterfly. Same thing happens for humans, y'all. Babies are hidden in the womb but it is in the womb where that growth takes place, where it, it is developing itself and then it's pushed out into the world. Um, and so it's not so much that we're these secretive people as Christians, but really most growth happens in hidden places. And so there's something intimate about our relationship with God um, where, where religion is so like public and hey, look at me, look what I'm doing. And God is saying, there are things I wanna do in you that's between me and you, that may be for other people, um, but he's not so much interested in the show, he's interested in your heart. Um, so the second thing that I see is uh, how we have religious people that kind of live for approval, like they're living for approval, versus with relationship, you're living from approval, from a place of approval, right? Um, and so this is where that word hypocrite that we see over and over becomes really, really important. So that word, like now we understand it as someone who's fake, or you say one thing, but you do another. And that's true. But the origin of the word actually meant, like in the Greek, a stage actor. It was used for like a stage actor, somebody who the world was your show, and you were a performance artist, and every opportunity was a chance to perform. That was a hypocrite. Um, and so we see that it's kind of important for us to evaluate our own life. And I want to ask you, um, just like I've asked myself in studying this, are there ways that you've been conditioned to perform? And I think that's important to think through because for some of us that grew up in families where no matter what we did for our dad, it wasn't enough, you know, or you like constantly had to be the best 
or you had to perform in certain ways academically or athletically or musically or whatever, um, you always had to kind of be in tip top shape. And even then it, it wasn't always enough. You always had to kind of impress people. And what I love about this is it's freeing because what Jesus is saying is that your father in heaven sees you. And I need y'all to hear this because I need to hear it. Your father in heaven sees you. What that lets me know is that you don't have to perform for God. And hopefully that's freeing for somebody where you may have felt like you had to perform for other people. You don't have to perform for God because he already sees you. And I think that's good news. Uh, and then the last thing is the difference between religion and relationship is in religion. Uh, human praise is the best that you get. <laughs> like that's it. Like the best you're going to get is admiration from people versus with relationship with God, you are rewarded by God himself. Right. And if you think about like people, people are fickle. I can be fickle. People are fickle. Uh, and really, they only massage your feelings. And that's that's the best you get. And that's why it says in the text, uh, when you look at it, those those hypocrites that where they just pray just to be heard, or they give just to be seen or they fast just so people can think they're so great and spiritual. They're going to that's the best they're going to get is great. And when you think about that, uh, people's praises like they come and they go. They may love you one day and hate you the next. That's the extent of your reward, if that's where you're going for. But in a relationship with God, God's rewards are eternal. Paul even later talks about in, a, in one of his letters that they're immeasurable riches, which is amazing to think about. Like the immeasurable rich. I think it was Paul, maybe Paul, Peter, Paul, one of them. But the immeasurable riches uh, that God has for us. And they, they don't just massage your feelings so that you feel good but they literally bring value to your soul. Like that's how good and deep the reward is of, of Jesus. So again, there's a difference between religion and relationship. Jesus lays those things out for us. We don't have to perform for God because he already sees us. Um, and we, we wanna chase after what he has for us uh, because it's everlasting versus just a pat on the back that <laughs> may even be fake in the first place. And that's the extent that you get when you're looking for approval. And what a shame to look for something that you already have, right? Um, so that was only half of the chapter. <laughs> so make sure you go back, you read the rest of it, continue to study. But that's the cool thing, like it's an adventure, y'all. And it's a lot, like you can never, if you're bored as a Christian, you're probably not doing it right because there's a lot to learn and to grow and to be transformed in. So let's pray. Uh, God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your love. I thank you that we do not have to perform for you. We don't have to dance around and, and try to like do all these tricks just so you can see us because you already see us. And we thank you that you care about our heart. You care about our motivation and that there's the intimacy in our relationship where I don't have to walk around like a stage actor and play all these different roles. Um, but you just you just care about my heart and you care about my character and you want me to be more like you and actually like you are the best model for life because you're good and so the more I can be like you the better because um, it'll even affect the people around me if I can be like you so this is what we want we desire you and we pray that you will continue to grow us and transform us as we study your word together uh, in Jesus name we pray amen all right I love y'all keep up the great work peace